When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm very excited to speak to Jeremy Coney, MBE, 52 test matches for New Zealand across a 15-year period, a respected commentator across the globe, and we are excited to have him as part of the SEN call team for the test matches that are starting on Thursday. Jeremy is on the line. G'day, Jeremy. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Don't get too excited there, mate. I mean, you, we're whipping, this, whipping the listeners up into a frenzy, boy. I mean, well, I don't think we can match going to Vegas, can we, that last chap? I wouldn't mind going there, frankly. That sounds pretty good to me. Have you been to Vegas, Jeremy? I have. I have been to Vegas, yeah. I lost a bit of money there. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, they'd be happy to see you back then, by the sounds of it. Hey, how'd the, um, <laughs> exactly. how'd the oiling of the deck go, which is what we caught you doing this morning? Oh, mate, it's, yeah, a little bit of maintenance going on in the Coney household. That's quite right. Yeah, I finished it. Finished it. So, uh, actually, it's it's looking okay, not too patchy, I'd say. I'm hoping that when the rain, the next rain falls, it'll be actually nice and weatherproof now. Ah, very good, very good. Uh, right, what, what are we anticipating? A two-test series. Can we start there? I saw that Nathan Lyon came out and went, oh. We'd love a three-test series, just the two-test series. How do you feel about that, Jeremy? Yep, I'm totally with Nathan there, frankly. Um, You know, people who follow cricket here are thoroughly sick of the two-test series. They do it in New Zealand basically, I think, because it costs... We just haven't got the cash. So they just just total up the costs of, of two teams. And, of course... When you come to uh, when you come, your side comes over here. We're responsible for paying, which is fine. Yep. And when we come over to you, uh, you do the same for us. So, um, yeah, I, I'm. T- I don't think it's a series at all, frankly. Um, I think you've got to have a a, a victor in, in in three test matches as a minimum. I'm yeah. totally in favour of that. I don't expect five between us. Um, but certainly three. Yeah. It's, it's such a popular team too, New Zealand, over here in Australia, and we, we see you far too infrequently. Um, were you caught off guard? Neil Wagner has come out and said, right, that's it, I'm, I'm pulling the pin. I know he's 37 years of age, but, gee, last Test Series he gave Steve Smith all sorts of trouble. Yeah, he's... Um, yeah, I, I guess, look, uh, it, there's a sad time for every, you know, athlete when they decide to say no, no more. Um, the signs have been there for, for Neil, um, but what an indefatigable kind of player he's been for New Zealand, you know? Um, just, I mean, if you had to up, up, up everything from, from Sydney there, where you are, yeah. and then go over to Pretoria to play, 
um, and take everything with you because, you know, there were just too many, you know, too many radio people around and you had to go over there to try and get in, into the radio over there. You know, and that's precisely what he did coming from Pretoria to New Zealand. Yeah. He had to take a risk, ply his trade elsewhere, and then he had to spend four years, basically, uh, just trying to be eligible to play. And then, of course, once he got, he was a swing bowler. And, and, and poor old Neil, when he got to New Zealand, there was already Bolt and there was already Southie. Yes. So he had to sort of reinvent himself, you know, and he found a different way to make bowling effective. And so they turned him into a bowler who used the old ball. <laughs> yeah. they, they, that's all he bowled with, the old ball, the soft ball. And he found a different part of the pitch. Um, to skid it at people with some menace, you know, at the front shoulder and the neck and the face. And, and so at a time in the game when batting, you know, should be more comfortable, he became a disruptor. Yeah. And he became, he gave them discomfort and he dismissed them, um, you know, in league with a sort of carefully set leg side field. And that, but the tenacity that he showed, you know, and the determination and the will to keep going. We, we admired that as Kiwis in him. Um, he didn't just bowl five over spells, Jimmy. He bowled nine over to ten over spells, you know, ball after ball, plucking at the batsman. And, you know, uh, he had reverse swing a bit at the end and that. But in the end of it all, he's had 64 tests. He's bowled 13,720-odd balls. That'd make you tired, Jimmy, I'll yes. tell you that. Yes. And then you get 260 wickets. <laughs> 260 wickets. Now that, wow. you know, Cum Cummins at the moment currently gets 4.3 wickets per test match. Yes. Cummins. Hazelwood gets 3.8 wickets mm. per test. Sorry to throw all this maths no, out. No, I like it. 3.8 wickets per match, mm. per test match. Wagner ends up between the two of them, just over four. Wow. So it kind of, I'm just saying that because it positions him, I think, between two very well-respected Aussie bowlers, and it shows you the, th and the, the impact that he had for the New Zealand side after coming over here. So we'll miss him. Yeah. Uh, he was a favourite. Uh, but everything comes to an end. Yeah. Well, when you bowl the gentle right-arm mediums that I used to, I reckon I could have bowled for 10 overs straight. But anyway, Jeremy, that's a... That's you, a you, and me, <laughs> you and me both. We would have both been fighting to get on the same end, boy, wouldn't we? <laughs> now, I tell you what, Jeremy, you, you will not remember this, but I remember it like it was yesterday. You played a game for New Zealand at a place called Robertson Oval at Wagga Wagga in 19... Too right. Do you recall? The largest flies in the world. <laughs> they were the size, mate, of kookaburras. Yes, yes. And they were thick. You know, they were thick around you. You couldn't even appeal, Jimmy. <laughs> you know, you go through your mouth. You go, how's that? Through your teeth, you know. You had to suck it. Otherwise, you got a bloody, about two or three of them. I remember we had a guy called Chatfield. Yes, who you and You and Chatfield, the, the farmer, we used to call him the myrrh. The Nine Express, and um, <laughs> he he made the mistake at Wagga Wagga of appealing for an LBW once, right. and down he went in a fit of choking and mouthings, <laughs> and and he nearly died actually because our twelfth man, a guy called John Bracewell, yes, came running out 
And he, I don't know whether, what sort of product do you have for flies to get rid of flies? Anyway, we, we, we have a thing called Raid here or something like that. Right. And he, Chats nearly died as braces raided the back of his throat <laughs> to try and kill all the flies. <laughs> so, oh dear, Wagga Wagga, I do remember that though, mate. Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, Wagga. Now, am I right in saying that you and Chatfield actually did die on a cricket field? Very close. Yes, that was a terrible, yeah. terrible time. Actually, I was in the in the up in the, the stand, and we all we had all battered, and and Chats was our number eleven. Mm. Um, you couldn't, he, you know, uh, you couldn't get too much lower than that, and otherwise <laughs> you're out of the game. Yeah, and so. Uh, he was he, he had been batting for about half an hour and there was no one at the ground at Eden Park in Auckland because they were about to beat us. And so it was the fifth morning and so everything echoed and around the ground. And it was quite clear that the guy called Lever, John Lever, who was a fast bowler from Lancashire playing for England, yes. was going to bowl a bouncer. They changed the field. They brought a man in close on the leg side and just in front of point on the offside and an extra slip and so on. They were going to bounce him because he'd been batting for about half an hour, 40 minutes. Uh, no helmets in those days, of course. No. 19, early 1970s. And um, in he ran, delivered the bouncer. Chats tried to, you know, bend himself, and it went off his glove that was holding the bat and straight into his mouth, and he swallowed his tongue. Ooh. And so down he went and was choking. Yep. And we could hear the choking. Um, obviously, the, the English players got around him, um, and he was on the ground at this stage. Uh, the bowler, John Lever, was on his knees halfway down the pitch. The umpires didn't know what to do. Out came two Zambucks. So we used to call them Zambucks with the old stretcher. Yes. Didn't know what to do either. Uh, this is taking longer to tell than all these things <laughs> happened. <laughs> We're not in real time here, folks. No. Um, and then they turned around and went off again. And he was saved by – Chats was saved because it was going on for sort of 15 to 20 to 25 to 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and uh, out ran a, the physiotherapist who was the physio for the English side, a guy called Bernard Thomas, a little short fella. And uh, he ran out and he checked to see if the myrrh had any chewing gum in his mouth and then grabbed his tongue and straightened it and so on. He came and off he went to hospital. Um Ooh. Quite nice, but the, yeah, but it was close. It yeah. was one of those choking fits that, as you sat there, you think, "Bloody hell, someone do something, someone save him," you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, because because it was probably another sort of thirty seconds, and something might have been much worse. But yeah. he came back. And he played again, Jimmy. So yeah. there's hope for you and I yet. And maybe for Neil Wagner. Who knows? Who knows? Well, New Zealand beat New South Wales country that day in 1980. JV Coney well, top scored you know, for we were 46. A side. Top scored with 46. <laughs> Who? You did. JV Coney. Did I? Yeah. Oh, it was a highlight. It was a hi <laughs> highlight, highlight of Matua.
Jimmy, were you? I was a nine-year-old from Wallandine running around with my autograph book. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Well done, you. Yeah. That's nah. great. Well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, you've looked that up. Yes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I want to ask you this, Jeremy. You played with two of them. You've watched yeah. the other one a lot. The greatest cricketer yeah. to ever come out of New Zealand. I've got it a race in three. Martin Crow, Richard Hadley, or yeah. Sir Richard, or Kane Williamson. Yeah. Where do you go? Oh, mate. Mate, they are, that's very hard to pick. Um, I think probably the person who's won most games would be Richard Hadley. Right, yep. I mean, to win games, you need to get 20 wickets, and he got 430 out of them, 431. Uh, at about five per match. And so he, you know, we we used to base our attack. It was kind of, you know, crop rotation at the other end <laughs> while he went off, you know, and, and then until we sort of brought him back again. And so, yeah, I mean, he was such a good athlete, fantastic bowler. I mean, he used to get most of the Aussies out too. I mean, oh, yeah. he was the reason. He got 33 test wickets and that, time when we came over in 85 and you guys were a little bit weaker because there was a team that went to South Africa, I think, at that, yes. just at that time. Um, and so he came and he got in three tests, he got 33 wickets. So that's 11. That's a six wickets and a five wickets in every test Wow! to get those, you see. So he was just the difference between the sides, really. Yeah. But, Jeremy, he couldn't get the key wicket of the great Michael Whitney at the MCG. Well, he did his bloody best. <laughs> no, that's right. It was the other guy. It was old Danny Morrison, wasn't it, who who hit him. I reckon if it wasn't middle, middle and around about shin height. <laughs> and I don't know. Look, it's a long time for an ump to stand out there. You understand that, and I know it too. <laughs> I know these things. <laughs> so that is still a sore point with some people. Not me, because I actually wasn't there, but some of my teammates were. Oh, they yes. remember that very clearly. Very clearly. I tell you what, you'll be coming through loud and clear for this upcoming test series. We do, we're do. we privileged to have you on the SEN Airwaves, Jeremy Coney. It's been a great delight to speak to you. You enjoy your two test series. I certainly shall, yes. But a shame there's not three or four or five. Uh, but Jimmy, thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you as well. And uh, I'm looking forward to being with, with, with Sen over there. And it's S-E-N-Z, I think, in New Zealand, which is the sort of the sister ship. That's it. Or perhaps it's the dinghy. Maybe a dinghy. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, mate, that's, oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's in a couple of days, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes, check I've the diary on that one, Jeremy. <laughs> The coats on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, all right, mate. All right. Take care. You too. Jeremy Coney. Wow, that's a treat. Uh, I swear to God, nine-year-old with an autograph book running around at Robertson Oval. Catch every ball of Australia's tour of New Zealand live across the SEN and SENZ network and, of course, the SEN app starting from 9 a.m. on Thursday. Quick, let's break, and then we're back with more.